Hello and welcome back to season two of the PBWF, the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation, the fantasy booking show presented by the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast. This is week seven. We are glad you have joined us. I'm your host, your moderator, your Sean Ross Sapp, who loves Mandy Rose for crying out loud. If you will, I'm Tyler Peters. <laughs> the uh, guys are with me. I've got them laughing already. The leader of the Warzone brand, Chris Belger, and the leader of the Mayhem brand, in New York. Heck, I'm even giggling. Fellas, how are we today? Listen, I, I know. I know already. When the season two recap show comes, Tyler's vote for MVP is going to be Mandy Rose. Well, the, uh, my question is, does that, auto, does that automate, automatically make me the A show? Because I have Mandy Rose. Oh. I think it does. Maybe uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that far. Yeah, I, here, Andy. I, I mean, look, I got Mandy and Vince. What more do you want? Oh, jeez, that's true. That's <laughs> wow, so, what a combination. That's so okay. Before we before we really get into <laughs> something terrible, let's let's put the train back on the tracks. Um, thanks for joining us, man. I hope you're having as much fun as we are because clearly we're having fun. And if you don't think we're having fun. Turn that volume up a little bit higher <laughs> on your radio dial. Thanks for hanging out with us. This is Season 2, as Tyler said. If you need to catch up on Season 2, if this is your first time joining us, first of all, thank you for doing that. Second of all, all of our episodes are available in the archives. Go listen to them. And in fact, if you want to catch up on Season 1, because Andy, we did this for six months before we did this one, yep. go back and listen to Season 1. Yeah, and I've even got a match in my main event tonight for this episode that took place last season with the sort of the same stipulation, but not the same story behind it. So that's true. Yes. You got to go check that out to get the full context of it. Go check it out. Put yourself into context, right? Tyler context is king as EB as EB says. Chris and Andy and, uh, Hey, you got to check out this program. It, it is top notch. It's elite. It's uh, then now and forever. However you want to phrase it. Uh, but but I'll, I'll tell you what, it's good. Anything we need to recap, though, from week six before we move on? Let's do it, Andy. What happened to Mayhem week six? So, on Mayhem in week six, it was Title Tuesday. We had the Women's Championship and the PBWF Championship on the line. Mandy Rose retained the Women's Championship oh, after Asuka basically knocked out Becky Lynch. But after the match was over, Rhea Ripley has made her claim for that championship. Uh, in the main event, Roman Reigns defeated a very... Uh, Good effort from Drew McIntyre, but uh, the bloodline is falling apart a little bit because Jay stopped Jimmy from going down to help him mm. after Cena hit an AA on him, so we'll have to see what happens there tonight. Um, and it was made official, so we have two matches made official for our pay-per-view, Let Chaos Reign. Uh, John Cena will be facing Roman Reigns for the PBWF Championship, and Braun Strowman will be facing Bray Wyatt in a Buried Alive match. Mm. Good stuff. All right, the live wire pay-per-view over here on the Warzone brand is starting to take shape. Uh, we will see a contract signing tonight for the double main event for live wire as Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair will make their I Quit match official. And then last week in the main event, Seth Rollins defeated Nick Aldis to punch his ticket to face Randy Orton for the World Heavyweight Championship. Malachi Black made his much-anticipated in-ring debut. And what else happened? Randy Orton won. Oh, Edge, speaking of live wire, uh, Edge and Christian has been made official inside of hell in a cell. 
so, I can't believe it. It's stupendous. It is stupendous. <laughs> yeah. Exactly I'm right. I'm McAfee start saying that much more. Okay, please do. I know. It'll be great. <laughs> I, I love McAfee. But, hey, great recap. I love what these uh, guys are doing. And, uh, hey, I, I guess without further ado, since Andy went in week six, it'll be your turn, Chris, to go first uh, for week seven. We'll go first. 30 minutes on the clock. All right. Here we go. For the second week in a row, no opening package. We open to a live shot of the crowd buzzing as Triple H welcomes everyone to Warzone. Shawn Michaels is in the ring as well as the four competitors participating in this double contract signing to kick off Warzone. Randy Orton, his opponent Seth Rollins, of course, for the world championship, and then the women's champion Sasha Banks and her opponent Charlotte Flair. Triple H says, this is the official contract signing for our double main event coming up in two weeks at Livewire for the most prestigious championships on our show with four of the absolute best this industry has ever seen. Now, if we could please just sign these contracts and Uh. save the violence for the pay-per-view. Seth says, no, I'm ready to get at this chump for what he did after my match last week. Rollins throws the pin at Randy, and they start getting after each other. But Sean and Triple H get in between them. Triple H says, all right, fine. I didn't want to have to do this. But each of these matchups, I'm telling you guys right now, if you touch the other person before the pay-per-view, your matches are off. You can't touch each other. But what you can do... Sean, something that you and I did last month for the men, now we're going to do for the women. Next week, Sasha, Charlotte, it's pick your poison. Each of you will pick each other's opponent, and we'll find out who that's going to be next week. And as for the men, wait a minute. Here comes Liv Morgan. Liv has a mic. She says, Hunter, you said they couldn't get physical with each other, but you didn't say anything about me. And Liv jumps Charlotte Flair in the ring. She is just taking it to her. Finally, they get separated. Liv grabs the mic and says, I want my title back. What she did to me was absolutely unfair. Oh, wait a minute. Comes Alexa Bliss. She's got a microphone. She says, Liv, back of the line, sweetheart. You didn't have to put your title up, but you did. And you lost. So if anyone deserves the match against Charlotte, it's me. The ladies start yelling at each other, and Sean says, Ladies, please keep it down, would (laughs) you? Now, a great way to solve this is for Alexa and Liv to have a match right now. And the winner will face Charlotte on the war zone following Livewire in three weeks, since Charlotte's already booked for next week. Alexa and Liv seem to be okay without. Uh, the referee is out here. Looks like we're going to have this match after our first commercial break. We are back, and here we go. Alexa Bliss versus Liv Morgan. These two lock up. Liv with a side headlock. Alexa 
takes takes Alexa over, rather. Alexa with the head scissors. Liv flips over. Jackknife cover. Only a one count. Alexa bridges up. Backslide. Only a one count there as well. Liv shoots Alexa to the corner. Follows her in. Hip attack. She rolls out. Going for a second one. But Alexa gets both knees in the back. Now Alexa up on the middle rope. Code red from the middle rope. The cover. One, two. Kick out by Liv. But she does not make it to her feet before Alexa drops the double knees, flips over, backhand spring, follows up with the double knees again. Alexa with another pin, but another two count. Alexa putting the rear chin lock on Liv, trying to wear her down. few minutes go by, Liv fights her way up, repeated elbows, Liv off the ropes. Alexa goes for the clothesline, but Liv ducks off the ropes. Double clothesline. Both ladies are laid out here as we head to another commercial break we are back and nearing the end of this one Liv is gaining some momentum but Alexa shoots her to the buckle follows her in back elbow by Liv Liv now to the second goes for a missile drop kick but Alexa sidesteps Liv staggers up Alexa big forearm shot but Liv follows it up step up in security Alexa sells over to the ropes Liv charges in looking for oblivion but Alexa sidesteps again Liv is hung up on the ropes Alexa with the backbreaker, pulling Liv down by her hair. My goodness. Alexa picks her up, going for the DDT, but Liv with the roll-up. One, two, kick out. Liv connects with a code breaker, covers her again. One, two, kick out again by Alexa Bliss. Liv now sits Alexa on the top turnbuckle. We saw her do this with Charlotte a couple weeks ago. Liv goes for the code breaker, but Alexa blocks it. Liv eats the mat. Alexa to the top rope. Twisted Bliss. The cover. One, two, three. Alexa Bliss getting it done here. A hard-fought victory over the former Evolution champion. As Alexa celebrates her win here, Liv's starting to recover. The, the lights start flickering. And the lights go dim. And a spotlight hits Liv Morgan. And on this big screen, you see Malachi Black and Damian Priest. Malachi says, Hello, Liv. I saw you watching me last week. And I hate that you had to see me that way. But that's what he wanted. You see, I'm not fully restored yet. His lessons are painfully etched on my body. But this pain deserves, this pain serves a purpose. You see, there's no lying with pain, it's honest. And Liv, I can see that same pain with you. You're lost, you're broken, but it's time to come home. It's time to answer the call of the Black Widows. Liv, the choice is yours, but I suggest you make the right one because the devil doesn't take too kindly to anyone saying no. The screen fades to black as Liv has an intense stare on her face as we head to commercial break. Hmm. We are back, segment four. We're actually back in Triple H's office. You see Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Randy Orton and Seth Rollins with security in between all of them. Triple H says, before we were rudely interrupted out there, I wanted to let you guys know that we do have something for the men. You see, the women aren't the only ones 
at the pay-per-view that have a stipulation in their match. This match is now an Iron Man match. Rollins starts clapping. Rollins backs away. Goes out of the office. We cut to the ring. It's time for singles action in the men's division. The Rebel Heart, Johnny Gargano, heads to the ring. His opponent tonight is Kofi Kingston. As Kofi makes his way out, we see a picture-in-picture of Kofi doing an interview saying that it's time for him to make his mark on the singles division, but Gargano interrupted the interview, saying he's here to do the same. So these men both with a lot to prove here. Same motivations for both of these guys. This one is underway. Both men start exchanging big chops. Knife edge chops, overhand chops. Gargano shoots Kofi to the buckle, follows him in. Big double boot by Kofi. Kofi up to the second, now to the top. Twists in midair, but Gargano catches him with a drop kick in midair. Johnny with a cover, only a two count. Gargano spinning back, kick to the gut. Big knee to the face, off the ropes. Discus forearm is blocked. Insecurity by Kofi Kingston. Kofi now with a drop kick. And a hurricane runner on Johnny. Fast pace here. Kofi going for trouble in paradise, but Gargano sidesteps. Kofi is tangled up in the ropes. Gargano backstabber going for the Gargano escape, but Kofi too close to the ropes. The hold has to be broken. Kofi struggling to his feet. Gargano gets out on the apron going for one final beat, but he leaps up. Kofi insecurity knocks Johnny to the floor. Kofi now off the ropes, big dive over the top rope, hits on the money as we crash to commercial break. We are back. We're at the tail end of this one. These guys have really gone back and forth here. Gargano going for the lawn dart. Kofi slips down, rolls him up. One, two, kick out. Both men, trouble in paradise. Trouble in paradise connects the cover. One, two, shoulder up by Johnny. Kofi now going to the top. Gargano sailing up. Big splash on Gargano's back. Kofi gets the crowd going. They're clapping along. He's setting up for another trouble in paradise. But Gargano ducks. Rolls up Kofi. Kicks him in the face. Kofi's on his knees. Johnny with a super kick to the face. Johnny going back to the apron. One final beat connects this time. The cover. One, two, kick out by Kofi Kingston. My goodness. He is still in this thing. Both men to their feet. Johnny jumps up, looking for the poison Rana, but Kofi blocks it. Gargano's still on Kofi's shoulders. Johnny tries to roll forward for a victory roll, but Kofi holds on, has him pinned. One, two, kick out. Kofi now off the ropes, going for a tilt-a-whirl head scissors. Johnny holds on, flips him over, locks in the Gargano escape. Kofi fighting to the ropes. Johnny kicks back off the ropes. They're in the center of the ring. Kofi Kingston taps out. This one is over. Johnny Gargano, a hard-fought victory here. These two men stand up and shake hands after a tremendous match. What a show of respect as we head to commercial break. All right, we are back. Segment six. It is time for more singles action. 
we are being informed that not only is this singles match a grudge match for what happened last week, but it is also for a shot at the Intercontinental Championship. So here comes AJ Styles. And his opponent is the national treasure, Nick Aldis, who is upset about AJ getting involved in that number one contenders match last week. Bell sounds and we are underway here. Be sure to keep an eye on JBL on the outside. He has proven himself to be a major factor as of late. These two are sizing each other up. Series of exchanges here. AJ off the ropes. Aldis misses the clothesline, but he catches AJ. Big time spine buster. A turns AJ over. He starts driving his knee right into AJ's back, really wearing him out here. A few minutes go by. Aldis takes AJ to the corner, sits him on the top rope. Aldis going to meet him, going for a big superplex. AJ fights his way out. He knocks Aldis to the mat. AJ now looking to come off the top rope. What's this? Spinal tap. AJ hits a spinal tap. What a move. He covers Aldis. One, two, shoulder up. We haven't seen AJ use that move in several years. Both men now to their feet. AJ, big drop kick, takes Aldis to the outside. AJ going for the forearm to the outside, but Aldis catches him in midair, picks him up. Devastating brain buster on the floor by Nick Aldis. AJ Styles is in a bad way as we cut to commercial break. We are back here. This match has pretty much been controlled the whole time by Nick Aldis. AJ fighting out of a sleeper here. Separates, misses the Pele kick. Aldis rolls him up. One, two, Kick out. Both men up. AJ kicked to the gut. Picks up Aldis Yushigaroshi. AJ going to the outside looking for the phenomenal forearm. Aldis moves. AJ rolls through. Aldis connects with a Michinoku driver. Covers AJ, but only a two count. Aldis now going for the Texas Cloverleaf, but AJ counters with a roll up. One, two, kick out. AJ phenomenal blitz. Big clothesline to finish it off. AJ now calling for the Styles Clash, but from the entranceway, he spots Samoa Joe, of course. Samoa Joe is here. AJ tells the referee, who is now distracted, uh, AJ turns around, Aldis misses the clothesline. AJ connects with the Pele kick. AJ now springboard. He hits a phenomenal forearm on Samoa Joe on the outside of the ring. He gets back in the ring. JBL is now distracting the referee. Aldis hits AJ with brass knucks. He covers AJ. The ref turns around. One, two, three. Nick Aldis. Thanks to some underhanded tactics and help from the outside is now your number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. He stole that victory. What a great match, though, as we head to commercial break. They're still mad about it. Still mad about it. I would 15 be too. Minute, 15 minutes. We come back from commercial break. Kayla Braxton is standing backstage with Cody Rhodes. She asked him why we didn't see him last week and, and what's been going on with him. Cody says, well, Kayla, in case you haven't noticed, didn't win the Fatal 4-Way two weeks ago. and I didn't regain my championship at Ground Zero. You could say I've been kind of in a funk lately. To be quite honest, I... When I'm in a funk, I don't want to be here. 
I'm not sure what's going to have to happen to to get me out of this. It um, reminds me of the days of Stardust. About that time, Edge walks into frame, puts his arm around Cody, and walks off with him. Cut back to the ring, and Xavier Woods is back out here. Ready for action after what happened last week. Because Woods actually requested this match for some redemption. But this time, he's going to go one-on-one with Damian Priest, who is accompanied by Malachi Black. Here we go. Woods charges in, but eats a big spin kick to the face. (laughs) Priest chucks Woods over the top rope. Follows him to the outside, but Woods starts with the body shots and martial arts kicks. Quickly now going to the apron. Woods dives off, but he's caught south of heaven. Choke slam on the steel steps. Priest rolls Woods in the ring. He covers him one, two, shoulder up. Woods showing some fight here. Priest very frustrated, going for a razor's edge, but Woods slips down. Back Woods, here we go, roll up one, two, kick out. Woods drop kick to the knees, and another one takes Priest down. Woods going to the top rope for that big elbow, but Malachi Black gets on the apron long enough to distract him. Priest recovers, and he hits Woods, knocking him down on the buckle. Priest goes up with him, gets him repositioned, turns him around, Avalanche Razor's Edge. What a move. The cover. One, two, three. Xavier Woods. Great effort there, but just not enough. Malachi Black gets in the ring, and he has a microphone. And he says, you see, violence is part of human nature. And Xavier Woods experienced that. Pain is honest. Pain serves a purpose. And Liv Morgan is currently experiencing that pain. But who's next? Who's going to be the next to go through unimaginable suffering? Because suffering is the only way to become stronger. I need to be stronger. The black widows need to be stronger. Because when we are strong, he can rise from the ashes. Even though violence is part of human nature, even though pain is honest, we only enforce those things because he tells us to. Because the devil made us do it. Don't be afraid of the shadows. Embrace them. What in the world is this? I just I have no words for what we're seeing and what we're hearing. We have to take a commercial break. We are back, and we see Matt Cardona and Brian Myers in the backstage hallway headed to the ring, and they bump into Chavo Guerrero. Matt says, Chavo, what are you doing here? Chavo says, I'm here because I manage the Lucha Brothers, of course. Brian says, ha, it's not what we heard. Chavo says, what do you mean? And about that time, the Lucha Brothers come around the corner. Matt says, well, got to run. Chavo turns around, and he says, oh, there you guys are. Been trying to get a hold of you all day. We got business to attend to. Phoenix says, no business. We don't work for you anymore. Chavo looks stunned. He says, wait, what? Penta says, you heard him. 
And Chavo says, come on, guys, you, you can't be serious. And they start assaulting Chavo Guerrero in the backstage area. What are they doing here? They are just doing a number on Chavo. I don't understand what that is all about. What the meaning of all this is. But what I do know is the major players, Brian Myers and Matt Cardona, will be joined next week. We are getting word. Christian, that's right, the leader of the coalition, will be back live in person next week. But tonight, Matt and Brian are in our main event coming up next. We are back in segment 10. You think you know me. Comes the rated R superstar. The Hall of Famer Edge. But who will his partner be? Wrestling has more than is! It's Cody Rhodes! We saw him and Edge backstage together earlier. Edge must have given him the pep talk that he needed. You know what else gives Cody Rhodes pep? His pyro. And here we go. They're in the ring. This main event is underway. As soon as the timekeeper wakes up. There it is. It did it. it was just the crowd was too loud. You can hear it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. The crowd is just in a frenzy there you go. for this main event, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Cardona is going to start this off. That's it. That's right. Edge and Cody Rhodes, a dream tag team. Cardona is starting this one off. He turns around and he sees Edge. The Edge is also starting. He wants no part of it. He quickly tags in Brian Myers. Edge and Brian lock up here. Edge backs Brian into the corner. Let me cue this up. Sorry. Okay. Edge (laughs) backs Brian back into the corner. Ref asks for a clean break. Edge gives it to him. Brian goes for the shot. Blocked. Edge, big right hand. Edge goes after Cardona, but he hops down to the floor. Brian from behind rolls him up. Only a one count. Brian misses the clothesline. Edge comes back, and he hits one, followed by a flapjack. Edge grabs Brian's arm, tags in Cody. Cody off the top rope. Big double axe handle on Brian. He shoots Brian off the ropes. Reversal. Brian lowers his head. Cody drops to the mat. Hits that signature uppercut. Excuse me. Brian sells back to the corner. Cardona now asks for the tag. He gets in. Cody Rhodes and Matt Cardona, two former best friends, slugging it out here, rights and lefts. Matt shoots Cody to the ropes. Cody going for the disaster kick, but he's caught in midair. Sit down, powerbomb. The cover, one, two, but Edge goes in to make the save. Referee trying to get Edge out, but he's all over Cardona. Edge throws him to the outside. They are brawling here. Back inside the ring. Brian gets in, lines up Cody for the roster cut lariat. Cody grabs the arm, spins Brian around, crossroads. But Brian's not legal. Cody, he sees Edge and Matt on the outside. He hits the ropes. Tope Suicida takes them both out. Edge quickly gets up, and he gets in Cody's face, asking him what his problem is. Cody's trying to explain that he was trying to take Matt out. He's still jawing back and forth as we take our final commercial break. We are back in our final segment here. Cody Rhodes and Brian Myers in the ring. Brian with the advantage. Cody uh, Brian has a rear chin lock with his knee right in Cody's back, but Cody fights his way up. Repeated shots to the gut. Cody breaks free. 
gets off the ropes. Brian catches him with a sleeper. Cody reverses, connects big back suplex. Cody crawls towards edge. Brian makes it to Cardona first. Cardona runs over to stop Cody, but he doesn't make it in time. Cody tags in edge. Edge and Cardona are legal. Cardona immediately rolls to the outside. Edge chases him around the ring. Cardona now puts Chelsea in front of him. Edge and Chelsea yelling at each other back and forth. But Brian from behind. Edge moves. Brian almost hits Chelsea. Brian's checking on Chelsea. Here comes Cody. Tope Suicida takes Brian out. Cardona is in the ring. Edge rolls in. Cardona's putting the boots to him now. He picks up Edge, shoots him off the ropes. He lowers his head. Edge hits the execution DDT. The cover one, two. Matt kicks out. Edge in the corner going for the spear. He charges in, but Cardona sidesteps. Edge eats the ring post. Edge is now seated in the corner. Cardona in the other one. Lines up, hits the broski boot in the corner. Matt now is measuring Edge for radio silence. Edge sells up. Here goes Matt. He leaps up, but Edge throws Matt over his shoulder. But Matt lands on his feet, and he, he hurts his knee. He tweaks his knee. Matt is just holding his knee. The referee is holding Edge back here. Meanwhile, Brian recovers. He jumps in, and he hits Edge with the Intercontinental title when the referee doesn't see it. Matt rolls over for the pin. One, two, but Cody is in to make the save. Cody trying to explain to the ref what happened. That allows Chelsea to grab Edge and just choke him on the bottom rope. Edge sells right up into a code breaker from Matt Cardona. Cardona turns around, hits a big boot on Cody, knocking him off the apron. Cardona now measures Edge, going for radio silence, but Edge catches him in a powerbomb, turns him around, electric chair face buster. Cardona gets up, big clothesline from Edge, and another one. Edge is going to the corner, lining up for a spear. Here we go, but Cody tags himself in. Edge looks stunned. He had Cardona where he wanted him. Cody gets in. He's going for crossroads, but Cardona counters into a roll-up. Chelsea grabs Edge's foot from the outside. One, two, three. Matt Cardona and the major players steal one here. Cody Rhodes got greedy. He wanted a piece of Cardona so bad, and it costed his team the match. Edge and Cody are arguing in the ring here as the major players celebrate going up the ramp. That's all the time we have for this week. We will see you all next week on The War Zone. Wow. I uh, did not expect uh, the, the the Cody stuff. And uh, that's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, great, great program. That was a shock. Yeah, I, I like the Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan stuff, and AJ Styles, and... First, Nick Aldis, and, and hey, JBL, anytime you get him involved, I'm all for So, Very good. Uh, yeah, Cody's struggling a little. Cody's struggling a little, and uh, <clears throat> I like that. I like uh, uh, the stuff of Malachi Black is very interesting. I'm very I'm very intrigued by that. And uh, have fun booking an Iron Man match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of painted myself into a corner with that one. We'll see what It's happens. doable. It's doable. It is definitely doable. But... Thankfully, it's on a pay-per-view where there's no time yeah, limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can drag out the 60 minutes as long as I want. And I'm just kidding, guys. Just yeah, kidding. It'll be longer than my first I mean, pay-per-view. Are you, you going to try to do WrestleMania 12 or... Sudden death, no falls, no nothing, and we'll see what happens. (laughs) No, I like it. But, hey, without further ado, if there's anything else, it's time that we get our mayhem 
portion of the program uh, Kickstarter with Andy. So let's do whenever it. Whenever you feel us are ready. Thirty minutes on the clock. Let's Make do sure it. My volume is good. All right. Yep. Here we go. Wait a minute. We were not ready for this. Apparently, the tribal chief is not waiting around for anything. He is making his way out to the ring, flanked by the wise man. I am Michael Cole, joined by Pat McAfee. And let's just go ahead and let's send it on up to our PBWF champion, Roman Reigns. And Reigns gets in the ring, and he says, Last time I checked, this show was run by me and my bloodline. Nothing has changed, and yet people seem to forget that. My own bloodline seems to have forgotten that. But I will deal with them later. No, right now, I want to talk to you, Cena. The man that just won't go away. The man that can't let go of the past. Wrestling has moved on from you, but yet you continue to come back time and time again. Hollywood just isn't enough for you, is it? No, you just have to come back and try to ruin everything and take everything from me. But no one, and I mean no one, will take this from me. I am this business. I am this company, and that will never change. I am your tribal... And Roman spikes the microphone and has to get a new one because he broke that when he's so mad. As Cena has made his way out here, and he's talking to Stu because Stu works for us, and he is making—he's hey making his way down to the ring with a smile on his face, and he goes, "Whoa, whoa, Roman, what is wrong with you? You seem like you are uh, threatened by me, <laughs> but I thought you were the man around here. I mean, when I was on top, I wasn't threatened by anyone, even someone like Brock Lesnar, who I beat on his first pay-per-view back." But what's different, Roman? Why are you so mad? Is it because everything around you is just falling apart? And Roman cuts him off and says, Enough. Cena, I've heard just about enough from you. You keep running your mouth and trying to get under my skin, but this doesn't end well for you. And Cena just kind of steps back and is laughing at him. Roman goes for a Superman punch, but Cena catches him and plants him with an attitude adjustment. Paul Heyman bails from the ring as Roman just rolls to the outside furiously. All of a sudden on the Titan Tron, we see an SUV rolling up to the arena as the Usos and Solo get out. They are just they're talking about how they are, are late and they can't believe how late they are. And they don't know where Roman is. And Roman is looking up at it fuming as he just takes off running to the backstage area as we cut to commercial break. We are back from commercial break and backstage we see the bloodline walking through the backstage area when all of a sudden we hear Roman yell, hey, and just shoves Jey Uso and he says, where were you? And Jay climbs in Roman's face for a second, but then he, he backs down and says, you know what? Or Roman says, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'll deal with you three later. And Roman just shoves past them and walks into the locker room with Paul and locks everyone out of the locker room as we cut back to the ring. <laughs> As Andrade is making his way to the ring with Zelina Vega. And he asked for this match tonight. He said he wants to make a statement. He wants to prove that he belongs in mayhem. 
but I'm not too sure this is the man that you want to call out. Braun Strowman, who is absolutely having a rough time of it right now as he is making his way down to the ring. We heard last week it was made official. Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt in a buried alive match at Let Chaos Reign. It's going to be very interesting to see what kind of mindset he is in. And he gets into the ring. And immediately Andrade bells from the ring. But Braun is right out after him. Uh, Braun chases Andrade all the way around the ring. But all of a sudden, Zelina gets in front of Braun, distracting him. Andrade is back in the ring and hits a baseball slide, taking him out. He stays on the attack. He slides back in the ring. He goes for a suicide dive. But Braun catches him and spikes him back first on the apron. He rolls Andrade back into the ring and pulls up and plants him with a power slam. And he covers him one, two, but the lights go out in the arena as the spotlight all of a sudden just appears on Braun, who has gotten up. And Braun is looking around, but then the lights go out again and they come back up. And Andrade is up on the middle rope and hits a double Meteora, taking Braun out. Who will walk away with this win as we cut to commercial break? We are back from commercial break, and Andrade has gotten somewhat of the advantage during the break, during the distraction. But all of a sudden, Andrade goes for the hammerlock DDT, but Braun gets out of it and hits Andrade with a drop kick, and he pulls him up and plants him with a power bomb, a second power bomb, a third power bomb, covers him one, two, three. Braun Strowman gets the win over Andrade. And his hand is getting raised in the air, but the lights go out again. And Bray Wyatt is standing in the ring, and he come back up, and he is the one now raising Braun's hand. He has replaced the referee, and Braun slowly turns his head and is eye-to-eye with Bray, and a, a look of fear comes across his face. As Bray smiles and hits a Sister Abigail on Braun again, Bray crawls over to Braun and is just whispering something in his ear. The lights go out, and when they come back up, everybody in the ring is gone. We don't know what is happening here. We don't know what's going on with these two. As we cut backstage, we see Rhea Ripley making her way to the ring. We will hear from her next. All right, we are back from commercial break, segment four. This is my brutality! As the... Number one contender for the Mayhem Women's Championship is making her way down to the ring. We have just been told that it is made official for Atlet Chaos Reign. Mandy Rose will defend her championship against Rhea Ripley, who is in the ring. And she says, Mandy Rose, the luckiest champion of all time. Well, your luck runs out at Lake Chaos Reign. Because I am taking that Mayhem Women's Championship from you. You will face your brutal ending at my hands. And you will regret the day that you were handed that championship. That's right. And all of a sudden on the Titan Tron, Mandy Rose appears. And she's on some beach somewhere. And she goes, Rhea. Hey, hey, Rhea. Hey, sorry. I I couldn't be there to confront you face to face. But, you know. Things come up that champions have to deal with, and I don't really want to waste my time, you know, talking to someone like you. So I guess I will see you at Let Chaos Reign. But, you know, I'm not too worried. I mean, 
the biggest matches of your career are the ones you always choke on. I mean, WrestleMania, you lost to Charlotte, and you know you, you, you're struggling a little bit with everything else that you've been going on. You just haven't really gotten over the, the edge. So this time won't be any different. But, you know, keep talking about whatever it is you, you were talking about, but you might want to look behind you. And Rhea turns around and gets cracked over the head with a steel chair from Bailey. Bailey just continues to beat down on her before finally bailing from the ring and is yelling at Rhea. Bailey still hasn't forgotten what Rhea forgotten what Rhea has done to her at Addicted to Pain, and she is looking for retribution as Rhea is pulling herself up and is just furious. As we cut backstage, we see Chris Jericho in his locker room when in walks Kevin Owens. Kevin says, look, Chris, I know we've been down this road before, but this time it's completely different. You don't, you didn't deserve the way I treated you going into the end of the line. And you don't deserve the treatment you're getting now. So tonight, I'll just lay down for you. And Jericho slowly stands up and he says, Kev, you've done some disrespectful things to me in the past, but that would just top the list. If you don't give me your best out there tonight, then whatever little friendship we have left will be over. Owens just kind of looks at him and nods and leaves the room as we cut to commercial break. We come back from commercial break. Shock the system. As Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong are making their way down to the ring, this tag team match is actually for the number one contendership for the Usos Mayhem Champions uh, Tag Team Championships as Roman Reigns said he wanted them to fight at the pay-per-view, and so that is what they are going to do as they get into the ring. And Walter is on the ramp and out walks. Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni as they are making their way down to the ring looking to win those tag team championships but they got to get past Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly they get into the ring and Ludwig and Roddy are the legal men to start this match off we move through the match Uh, Ludwig shoots Roddy into the corner and hits an enziguri rocking him Giovanni tags in and they hit a suplex followed by a penalty kick taking him out Roddy tries to make the tag, but Ludwig jumps down from the apron, runs around, and pulls O'Reilly off the apron and sends him shoulder first into the corner. Roddy is looking for the tag, but turns around into a splash in the corner, followed by a German suplex taking him out, and then a sliding knee for good measure. Roddy rolls out of the ring, but Ludwig and Giovanni are in the ring, and they hit suicide dives, taking both members out. Who will be the number one contender for those tag team championships as we take a commercial break? We are back from commercial break, and O'Reilly has gotten full control over Giovanni uh, and is just taking it to him with strikes and kicks. Roddy tags in and puts Giovanni in a Boston Crab as O'Reilly hits a knee drop from the top rope. Ludwig tries to get back in the ring, but Roddy takes him out with a knee. They hit Giovanni. They have Giovanni up and hit him with the total elimination. They cover him one, two. Wait a minute. Roddy, Roddy gets off the pin, and both men are standing in the ring. They're looking down the apron. They're looking for Tommaso Ciampa. But all of a sudden, Ludwig hits a drop kick on O'Reilly out of the ring. Giovanni then hits a brain buster on Roddy. They drag him over in the corner, hit the Imperial Bomb, and cover him. One, two, three, Imperium. 
wins the number one contendership for the Mayhem Tag Team Championships at Let Chaos Reign. And Adam Cole has stormed out here now, too. And they are, uh, all three members of the Undisputed Era are furious, furious about what Tommaso Ciampa has done to them here tonight. But this match at Let Chaos Reign is going to be one for the ages as we cut backstage. We see outside the Bloodline locker room as Paul Heyman steps out and says, Roman wants to see Jay. And Jay slowly walks into the locker room, and the locker room just looks absolutely destroyed from where Roman has destroyed everything. Their TV's busted. The popcorn that he normally eats is thrown everywhere. It's just the, the room is a mess. <laughs> and Jay slowly sits beside Roman, and Roman says, Jay, you know I love you. You are my family, my, my friend, my right-hand man. I know I'm not easy to live with and work with, but you've always been there for me. And I don't want to lose you. But you've got to meet me halfway. I love Jimmy and Solo, but you are the next in line in, my, in our bloodline. You are my right-hand man, but you need to step things up because I don't want to do to you what you're going to make me do. Jay just kind of continues to look down, but then says, I got yous. Jay goes to get up, but Roman stops him, stands up with him, and pulls him in for a hug as we zoom in on, a on the close-up of Roman Reigns' face as we cut to commercial break. We are back from commercial break and backstage. We see the Undisputed Era walking through the locker or through the hallway, and they bump into L.A. Knight. And Adam Cole says, look, Champa." All right, look, Champa has been a thorn in our side for weeks now. And now he just cost us those tag team championships. So next week, put him in a two-on-one handicap match against O'Reilly and Strong. And LA Knight says, you know what, Cole? You've got it. But if he wins, he gets to pick the stipulation for your match and let chaos reign. And Adam Cole's face kind of drops and unwillingly agrees before they walk out. This is as a man that we have not seen since Addicted to Pain, Wardlow is making his way out to the ring, and he is in the ring waiting for his opponent. And another man we haven't seen since Addicted to Pain, Okada is making his way out to the ring, looking to get back in that win column after putting up a valiant effort against Roman Reigns. And he gets into the ring. We move forward a little bit in this match as Okada is going for a middle rope DDT, but Wardlow catches him halfway and turns it into a brain buster, rocking him. As Okada pulls himself up, Wardlow rocks him with a clothesline that takes him out of the ring. He uh, is going after him and sends him shoulder first into the ring post. Wardlow then rolls him into, or roll into the ring. As he goes into the ring, though, Okada hits a drop kick, sending him back to the outside of the ring. He climbs to the top rope, goes for a flying elbow drop, but Wardlow catches him and hits him with a belly-to-back suplex on the floor. Can Okada get back in this match as we take a commercial break? We are back from commercial break. 15 minutes left. We are back from commercial break, and Wardlow is still in control. Um, <clears throat> we are in the ring as Wardlow lifts him up for a powerbomb. Okada reverses it into a Hurricane Rana, though, followed by a picture-perfect dropkick. Wardlow stumbles back to his feet, but gets swooped up for a tombstone pile driver. He somehow managed to hit it. Covers him one, two, kick out. He climbs to the top rope again and hits a flying elbow drop. Okada does his pose in the middle of the ring, grabs his wrist, 
Rocks him with the Rainmaker. Covers him again. One, two, three. Okada gets back in the win column after addicted to pain and is setting his sights on bigger and better things here on Mayhem. But once again, the feed cuts like it did last week as the same mass individual from last week is back on the screen in, in a distorted voice, and he says, I told you that I'm going to expose those behind the attack on Regal. I'll expose your lies and rumors. Those you trust, those you love, will show their true colors and disappoint you. But don't worry. I will expose them all as the feed cuts out again as we cut to commercial break. Good grief. We are back from commercial break. As Becky Lynch is making her way out to the ring... She is not in good spirits, but she is making her way out to the so ring. So she doesn't get pyro. So she doesn't get pyro. There you go. She uh, rolls into the ring, and she has her microphone in her hand, and she says, you know, I'm sure everyone is expecting me to come out here and be all upset and angry at Asuka. But, you know, I'm not even upset. In fact, Asuka, I want to thank you for everything because you have humbled me. You have brought me back. Oh, you have brought me back to reality. No, I'm not talking about Mandy beating me, but I'm talking about me being comfortable. I beat you to win that Mayhem Women's Championship, and that was the last time we saw you. And I'm sure that didn't sit well with you. But I needed this. I needed this push. I needed you to be the one to do it. You are the only one on this roster that is even close to being on my level. And I'm going to remind everyone that I am the man. You have awakened the man in me again. You have started this war, but I promise you that I will end it. And let chaos reign. We will go one on one. And I plan on ending you and going back after my women's championship. Strong words from the man, Becky Lynch. She is looking to get back on track against Asuka. But next week on Mayhem, Tommaso Ciampa will face the Undisputed Era in a two-on-one handicap match. Finn Balor will be back in action facing Andrade. Rhea Ripley will get her hands on Bayley once again. And in the main event next week, John Cena will be in action as he goes one-on-one with Solo Sokoa. But coming up next, we could potentially see the final match of Chris Jericho's, Chris Jericho's career as he goes one-on-one with Kevin Owens. 12 minutes. Oh, we got plenty of time for this then. We come back from commercial break. Kevin Owens is somberly making his way out to the ring, definitely conflicted about what he wants to do here tonight, which is the complete opposite of what we saw at the end of the line where he was destined and hungry to end the career of Chris Jericho. This new version of Kevin Owens is not in that same mindset with all the respect for him. He gets into the ring. And Chris Jericho makes his way out to the ring. He just walks out down the ramp and is just getting in the ring. He's ready to get this thing going. He is just in the corner, standing with his head down, looking around, kind of soaking in the moment. The fans are going crazy for him. They call for the bell. 
And, and KO just walks to the middle of the ring and extends his hand for Jericho to shake it. And Jericho's just kind of looking around and walks towards Kevin Owens, but then rocks him with a drop kick. Jericho gets up and yells at Kevin Owens to not go soft on him. He wants his he wants his hardest. He wants a fight. So Kevin Owens pulls himself back up and takes Jericho with a clothesline. He mounts on top of him and just begins to beat down on him and then screams in frustration. Uh, he throws Jericho out of the ring and goes after him. The two men just start throwing hands on the outside of the ring before Jericho sends him stomach first onto the steps. Jericho then just starts putting the boots to Kevin Owens before rolling him back in the ring. Jericho climbs to the top rope and hits a drop kick, taking Kevin Owens back out of the ring. Can Jericho keep up this momentum as we take our final commercial break? We are back from break, and Kevin Owens is back in control and just beginning to beat down on Chris Jericho. Uh, Owens goes for a stunner, but Jericho grabs his foot, pulls him in, and hits a code breaker. Jericho goes for the lion salt, but uh, Kevin Owens gets his knees up and rolls Jericho up. One, two, kick out. Jericho is back on his feet, but eats a stunner immediately. Kevin Owens, though, is, is hesitant. He's looking around, but then he finally goes for the cover. One, two, kick out. Owens is, is, is fighting with himself, but he climbs to the top rope. He goes for a frog splash, but Jericho is up and hits a Judas effect in midair. Covers him. One, two, Owens kicks out. Jericho goes to lock in the walls of Jericho, but... Owens pushes him back into against the ropes and pushes him back up and then hits a pop-up powerbomb and falls into the cover. One, two, Jericho barely gets his shoulder up. He goes for a stunner for a second time, but Jericho catches it once again, turns him around into a code breaker. Owens bounces from the mat against the ropes and into a Judas effect, covers him again. One, two, three, Chris Jericho. Gets the win over Kevin Owens. He survives once again as his hand is raised. And Owens is back up on his feet and looks at Jericho. And they hug in the middle of the ring. And Owens bails from the ring to leave Jericho by himself. Jericho is celebrating in front of the crowd. But from behind, LA Knight is in the ring with and rocks Jericho with a steel chair. And just continues to beat him down with it. L.A. Knight sets the chair down and is going for a pile driver on it, but Kevin Owens is back in the ring and runs off L.A. Knight and is checking on Jericho. L.A. Knight is on the ramp smiling and laughing. What will happen with Jericho next? Is the bloodline even back together? Find out with us next week for more mayhem. Yeah, that, that was a great uh, episode of Mayhem, Andy. I like what you're doing with Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. And, of course, Becky Lynch and Asuka. Just job well done, my friend. Thank you. I love what you're doing with Tommaso Ciampa. Like, I, you know, in us talking off air about how, you know, I had Ciampa last season, for those of you who don't know that. And Andy had him high on his draft board for this year. I just wonder, like, is this what you had in mind, or are we sort of getting there? Or um, we're sort of getting there. I didn't really, I didn't know what I wanted from him. I just knew I wanted him gotcha. so I could do something with him. And then when I was looking at my roster, I was like, man, it's Cole and Ch like Champ. Yep. You got to, you got to put them For together sure. at some point. For sure. Um, I also did not expect Imperium yep. to win that match. I am very intrigued 
by Imperium being not that they don't deserve it or they can't do it or whatever. Right. But I'm Tyler. I'm intrigued with Imperium in in, in the tag team too. division. Uh, yeah. Anytime you got Imperium, I, I'm going to be engaged because I love those guys anyway. So with Andy booking them in such a clever way, it's got me intrigued. Uh, just like with the Warzone brand mayhem. I mean. We've got war and mayhem. To me, that's what wrestling's about, is it not? It is. It's, it is. It is the Tuesday night wars, I guess. Sort I of. Yeah. Sort of, I guess. What I, I like it. Forget Monday nights. Right, let's just uh, thank God it's Friday. It's a war and, oh. and everything else. Why not? I, hey, you guys are doing your own booking. We, we can change things if we want to. We we ain't got a filter over us. So Hey, that's right. And then they listen to us. So yeah, it's, exactly. It, it exactly. happens. Yeah, it works. Yeah, listen to this program or else. So. <laughs> uh, but seriously, you need to because uh, a lot of talented uh, gentlemen here and uh, with Andy and Chris and what they're doing. I'm, I'm just glad to be a part of it. Hey, we appreciate you yeah. being a part of it. Absolutely. Appreciate everybody listening to us. If you haven't subscribed to our feed already, please make sure that you do that so you get a notification each and every time that our episodes drop. Make sure you are giving us a review wherever you find your podcast. We would appreciate that very much. Tell a friend who enjoys fantasy booking, hey, this show is for you. Make sure you follow us um, at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and TikTok. Sorry. Um, it, it catches my rhythm off. Like, I have to fix yeah, my good. rhythm when I say that. No, you, you're good. I, I thought, you know, you ought to listen to my rhythm. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is another week of the PBWF. Thanks for hanging out with us. Week 8 coming up next on the heels of pay-per-view number 2. So I hope you're digging what we're doing. Uh, for Mr. Tyler Peters, our moderator for the leader of the Mayhem brand, Mr. Andy York, my name's Chris Belcher. Thanks for hanging with us. We will catch you guys down the road. Yeah.